0: Mode of transform and power. Mode of transform and Strategic labor.
1: Hello, hello everyone. I am Dr. Jacinta CK and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're every, live every Friday morning at eleven AM Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 PM Eastern Standard Time, and 7 PM GMT. Also check us out at 1 PM Eastern Standard Time on uh, Sirius XM Powered by Genius Music on feature dates on our website are located on our website as well on BidChat on Sundays, featured on our website. Um, The dates will be on there. So we're going to be bringing you relationship information and strategy from our guests and in our research. And our show will always give you guys a generational perspective and real-world
2: opinions. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Estella, and welcome to the show. Uh, Today we're going to be speaking and continuing the conversation on cyber protection for your children. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a real intense conversation. Conversation last week about some of the dangers our kids need to watch out for, and we're going to further that conversation today, but before that we're going to do a check-in and see how we are doing. So, Jay, <laughs> what's going on on your
1: side of the world? So funny. She's so pumped about it. You know, it's funny. You know how they always say that if someone is very positive uh, before you, you... that positivity rubs off on you. So I think that, you know, when Mom asked me How my day is, and she's all pumped like that. It makes it better just because I
2: (laughs) can't think of like the negative stuff. Are you saying you're having a bad day, Jay? No, I'm just saying that your
1: positivity radiates. Oh, I love that. Radiation. Yeah. Yeah. Good radiation. Yeah. So you, you radiate the room with your positivity. But, but for, um, today, actually, I'm doing really good. Um, you know, I (coughs) have been adopted. It's so funny. Like, I was talking about how, um, I'm still very much at, like every once in a while, you know, I can do a day of not eating any meat, but the last night and this morning, like I haven't had any meat and it's, it's funny how I'm just trying to see how that makes me feel. Um, and I felt really good today. You haven't had any meat? No. How long? I, like I said, last night tonight, which is amazing for me. Cause I'm very much like, I, I'm not doing any more pork. I've made a, you know, because I'm. Nico, like, was talking about the pigs to me and Bella, so no more pork. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But yeah. I mean, I know we pretty much just eat chicken and fish anyway as a family. Like, we're not much. But I, I for a couple, like, this whole last night, I haven't had any I meat. I feel actually really good. But not only that, baby slept pretty well last night. Oh, well, that's why. Well, think- and no, not only that. And my mom seriously is like the baby whisperer because she puts him to sleep for her. For
2: me a lot, so thank God for my baby whisperer right here. I know I love I love holding him. I love babies. They they make me relax, so it's really good. Maybe I should have. Maybe that's why. When when you guys left, I worked volunteered at church in the uh, nurse or nursery of the daycare. I'm like, why did I do that when I could be a greeter? You know, hi, hi everybody. Um, but yeah, so I'm good. I the the thing about me is right now I have a little. I'm just leaving a little touch of bronchitis, but uh, you know, um again, the sun's turning my hair red. You know, when I say it really keto, it's red. So and, she, and she's looking over here and it's really annoying. <laughs> um, red and, and um, touches of gray don't work. But um It looks keto, it yeah, It's, it's like, really red. That's <laughs> funny.
1: And it's not dyed. It's just naturally <laughs> it's
2: just, turning red. Color's not liking it. So, <laughs> I might have to just revert to the natural and just be a redhead. But yeah, so um but yeah, everything's good. Um we have a couple of things we're you know, working on. Yes. Jay and I. Um Jay's actually working on a new book. But it's yes, an individual it's book.
1: Spicy. It's a solo book. Yes it's a solo
2: book. And it's not like our normal yeah. our mindfulness. It's a
1: little spicy.
2: <laughs> and I'm also working on some course courses yes. that you guys can take online our book too. Through Depteach, Teach and, and I'm always writing, but uh, please go to you know, depth teach uh, and, and check us out. Yes. Um, we're offering classes and webinars online that can really, um, affect you in, in a positive way. So cyber last week, we talked about, you know, cyber, uh, security and trafficking and how people are, uh, we had an incident on our, uh, with my granddaughter on, um, playing games Correct. and how games can really, um, uh, open our children up to predators. Correct. And um, and then we found some statistics on how video games actually don't. Uh, they were saying how video games can make kids more violent, but we actually found that it really it, statistically didn't. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think statistically, I think that, you know, it could be both ways. I think a lot of it's some of the learned behaviors possibly within the home as well <coughs> and also that child may, you know, I think that seeing that sometimes at a younger age could be detrimental depending on the game. But I think, I think uh, truthfully didn't, I don't know if you agree, but I believe that sadly we're becoming desensitized as a, as a whole in this, in this world because so much violence is on TV, so much sex and everything. There's so many different things that's going on that things that in my time would have been like, Oh my <coughs> God, she said that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were like, Beeping out big butts when I was younger. So mm-hmm. now, like, I mean, look, we can say that on air now. So where oh, yeah. things wouldn't have been.
2: Yeah, it's amazing taboo. It, it, and 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 I think uh, you know our leadership has led us to do that too. And all, mm-hmm. not just the, from the president, but all the way down to even corporate America, the things that people get away with saying. We, you know, leadership we haven't been able to do uh, years ago, and it's it's it's, it's, it's a bias. By- mm-hmm partisan problem it's 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 a uh, a cultural problem it's a lot of problems but yeah i think we are desensitized and i think that what ends up happening is um people the more you let people do things the more is accepted correct. correct As the norm
1: and then if you have like <coughs> they say you know, violent violent games leads to violent behavior. If this person was already doing violent behavior before they played the games, you can't blame the game <clears throat> on the aggression.
2: Right, right. And 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 the Pew there's a Pew research found that in fact that is not the case that um, that it's unlikely that children who play games eighty five percent of those contain violence, but he, he, usually children don't act out in that way. Mm-hmm. So I think that. Um, we, we've got to shift the blame from this game cost me this behavior right. to educating our kids on what is proper behavior.
1: And, and like you said, it's, it, it can, it, it, alone, I think that's the thing, alone, just having, playing a game that's violent cannot increase your aggression, aggressional behavior, whereas if it's mixed with a couple of different things, of course it can have an impact. Right. Um, I think and and also I mean, if you're a child, I I mean, just common sense in, in my opinion. If your kid's playing a violent game or if they're playing Princess and Poppy or Fly the Buttercup, the person that's playing Fly the is not gonna be as aggressive. They're not gonna know <coughs> see those behaviors and, and and be aware of those behaviors as much as someone that's playing with it all the time. So I mean, it's it's up to the parent and how they wanna gauge their children to play those i think that a certain age a child is able to play for me um some games some games i wouldn't want them to play like demon games and stuff
2: like that i was like why do you want to even subscribe to that but so so one of the things we, we also talked about last year is okay we've established that you know games can be played and with proper guidance with our kids which sometimes doesn't happen people use that and one of our callers called in last week and said they used it as a babysitter And Mm. um, how can we protect our kids from cyber crimes? Because they have found that kids on games are playing with adults and don't even know it. And they're they're predators and they have these IP addresses that they can change really quickly. And um, the, the support from police aren't necessarily there because they, unless they trick people into saying certain things, so it's, that's the thing. So like, that's why,
1: like, like our caller said last last time. I think a lot of people, parents are unaware, and they let their kids play these games. And these predators are using voice changers. I mean, these people. Some of these people are, you know, you know, sick. Yeah. And and that how how far they want to get to these children, or and even if it's not children, it's you know people. You know, catfishing. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't just go with children. It's people that want to catfish and maybe pretend. Um,
2: that they're a different age too, or are older or younger. Um, so, yeah, So here's some ways that you know to protect your kids from cybercrime, and and um, we're going dis- to we we're going to discuss that. these because <clears throat> let's see if they're. This is an article that came out by mm-hmm. Alexia Sharnas, I think it is, in in 2014, nice. mm-hmm. and she talked about. Um, ways to protect your kids from cybercrime. We know they're going to be on 24-7 a lot of times, and they use all kinds of devices, laptops, tablets, smartphones, game consoles especially, um, to to play games. So the first one is parent, parental control software. Now, I think that probably there's a lot of people that don't even know what that is. That don't. Well,
1: I think now <coughs> people are, are more aware um, because you know, you get the viruses and you usually have some kind of, or it's mama so easy. You're so funny. <laughs> but no, it's, um, you know, I think that people are aware of the parental control software, maybe not so much the software, but the controls that they can utilize. The problem is, is that do they know how to do it? Definitely. So they're aware, but possibly making sure that the feature is actually used of the capability that it can be used is a problem for probably tons of parents that think that they, Have it all situated correctly. Well,
2: because I
1: have my kids, we have done the basic parental controls before, and they can they can get right around. That's what
2: I'm saying. So when I say the use of parental controls, even though a parent installs it, it still is not over. Also, (laughs) yeah, and then also
1: sometimes they work too good, so they can't even access like things that they may need to get to. For example, my daughter had to get to um, a. assignment where she had to look at a YouTube and because of all the blocks on a site at school she couldn't get to it so they had to figure out how they were going to get this to the kids and the kids had to look at it at home so it's like the the whole thing about it is sometimes the software is is flawed
2: a bit. Well one of the things that these things do, do and, and and I guess the whole thing and I agree with them, uh, blocking your kids at the basic level is important. But there are um, you also need to know the features of these these things and, and really research how to do it i mean you can restrict access to keywords, games websites um you can put alerts to show up via a text message when your child is going into a restricted area that's i like that and one. um it's a good idea also to tell your child his or her activity is going to be monitored i mean have that conversation um and that's nice to do and oh, all <laughs> and tell you tell them your expectations so uh there is um there's a, uh, on our website we'll post after this in the podcast uh, you know where you can find out more about parental control and
1: that's the thing it's it's funny where you said that you should tell them that should be monitored um i think that's sweet and i, I guess you should tell them if you want Uh, But I also think that also sometimes kids are afraid to tell you what they when they're looking up stuff or they're they're playing some of these games. Sometimes they want to know more, so it's good to have an open conversation with your kids if they if if they feel comfortable enough to ask you questions. Right. So that yeah, they're not looking outside. So number two, another idea of what they said would help would be place the computer in a high traffic highly trafficked area. Hmm. Uh I mean, yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you have that, there's two good things about that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, No, we're talking about gaming. So with games, if you hear anything happening online and, or you see any text coming through, you can automatically see that, right? And also, um, if you see your, if your parents with you and and there's a whole bunch of people around, I doubt you're going to be looking at the sizes you shouldn't be looking at. So there's like two benefits, I guess. Yeah, I think
2: it's interesting because I think this kind of is kind of an age uh geared geared advice because if you think about um your ch- young children, they should probably not be in a room because they don't know right. and looking at this stuff and they're just looking search and they like it's so funny because <clears throat> even our granddaughter has searched words oh and this it, stuff it comes, comes up really bad, and you're like oh my god like yeah. what's in the I don't even know an example, but you search something and what
1: Innocent. you're looking? Like Innocent she looked me. up kittens. K- exactly. And but it came up, and it so, was like, oh my god! So, <laughs> so kit, you know, that wasn't kitten. I know. So, <laughs> and you know, she spelled it wrong at that time, but it would still look like kittens to the point. It, it, yeah. Yes. But anyway, the so you need to monitor. You do need to monitor, and yeah. that's where you put. Those certain safety keys, like they said it before, if you put those things, it's, um, don't let explicit content and that's like some of the basic controls you can do. Yeah. Um, that won't even come
2: up. And one of the things this says in that one, Place, when you're placing a computer in the high traffic area, it also talks about the age of a child. If they're under seven, it's smart to sit with them when they're playing games. I mean, completely um, agree. because you can actually see it. And sometimes, and a and I think
1: that's the hard part because I think, like, we we're talking, I'm sorry <coughs> no, to interrupt. You're fine. But we were saying how, <coughs> as a parent, I understand sometimes they're like, Mommy, can I play? And you're like, oh, and you just let them play. And, and that's why when it's, sometimes I feel. Gaming consoles are nicer because there's not as much long online activity as there are on the computer. So when you're yeah. on the computer and play, and then by age too, right? I mean, I don't. My oldest like gets really excited when she's playing games. So she's like, "Oh yeah, hi, Tyler." I don't want to hear her screaming about how excited she is. Yeah,
2: but you have to watch her yet. But so I definitely catch.
1: watch her. So it's a catch-22 on how. You know, but that's you have the thing,
2: though. their rules. But yeah, Jay but one of the things I think you do really well is that you say um she'll say, uh or they'll say, Let's I want to play this game and you're like, Well what kind of game is it? And 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 and, and, and you'll make sure that you I did monitor that. it. And then you also look at the game. And then you also use age age specific games for your yes. children. Because the young kids, um it, it can really get into some well, there's there's a, there's
1: a lot of games online that the young ones can play, too, where they can play with people. And it's so sad because some of them are great ideas where it would be nice if they could have kids their age to play with. But I won't let them do any of the online gaming part. They can play the game. Um, and like you said, age-appropriate. Like, there's one game my one of my daughters wants to play. She can't, but the oldest can because of the age difference.
2: Yeah, the the third one, um, that kind of we kind of talked a little bit about that is mm-hmm. the more time children spend surfing the web, the greater their chance to come across inappropriate images and unsuitable material. And we have experienced that first glance, and we talked oh, about bookmark that. For safety? So they said, "Bookmark for safety." Bookmark their favorite websites so you can help them and avoid them. That from, is um, a
1: great idea, and I mm-hmm. actually did that with like certain ones, like <laughs> Junior. Um, and, and physically go in there yourself to make sure it's Nick Jr. Because, I mean, there's people that do stuff. That's why, I like, YouTube, I had a friend that would always, she used to set up her son, and I don't know if I told you the story. She would set up her son, I'm sorry to change it no, a little said, bit, but she, <clears throat> she would set up her son so there was a bookmark to Peppa the Pig, I think it was, or mm-hmm. one of those stores, or shows. But what happens is people change dialogue on some of these videos so it's not really Peppa talking. Right. So that's why you have to be very careful with YouTube. Um, and that's why with you when you bookmark stuff, make sure that you look through the site well enough that you know what's gonna come up next in the feed. Right, right. Um, so don't bookmark YouTube because the the videos are continuous and it's not necessarily gonna be
2: What you? I know it's kind of annoying, but it's a great tool. The other thing is avoid downloads. Sexual predators and other criminals target kids-friendly sites with colorful banners, ads, and games. So we need to teach our kids to ask permission before clicking or downloading, uh, especially with ads, and they pop up all the time. Um, In addition to the fact that your child can be exposed to sexual. Uh, explicit films and images, personal information can be exposed. That's scary. Um, so you need to make sure you protect yourself and your children against these things by some of those virus protection things like spyware and, and other things. So,
1: oh, This is something I've had to do. Set limits on late-night use. <laughs> you
2: know,
1: I, it, and I know this being a gamer myself, I love to play video games. Um, I'm like a big kid, and I play some of the ones that can be somewhat considered violent sometimes as well. Um, and with my children, I know that how it is when you get to a certain level, and you're like, I just want to pass this, and you're you know, you're so close. But you know what? Y'all better pass it before 8. Um, so my thing is, especially during the school week, I have times that they are allowed to play. And then... Also, um, for the late night use, it's like they, there's no late night use, um, uh, because you can't monitor as well when you're if you're tired, right? And sexual predators are usually up during the evening, right? I would right, think that they'd be right. more active because they're trying to see who's there,
2: yeah. Again, yeah, I totally have you know what. Now, now, if it's an extreme situation, one of the things they suggest too is to have a home monitor security system where it cameras and things. I mean, but I think that's really extreme. Just for the computer, just to watch what they uh, pull deep. out. But that's—I I mean, I think that I think that would be step like fourteen after after. Truth be told,
1: like if you really—I mean, if, uh, what what helps us is that we're very techy, and my husband's an engineer, and he does a lot of the. He, I mean, he makes a lot of these security systems like his is programming um and works with a t- team of people and as well as my mom so we we're dealing with coders and that all the time so i know the safety that we have around us but you right. know what if i didn't have rob and know about all this and it wasn't techie i understand why you would do something like yeah. this because you know that you've got the right amount, adequate amount of safety around you right
2: Next thing they say is establish rules and take control. Well, you should have never lost control. You're so funny. I mean. But let's talk about people that, (laughs)
1: let's think about people that have. Okay. So let's think about, uh, because I know that we have our rules set in place, right? But if I was a parent that was like, oh my God, this happened. I've never expected this to happen. And those people are contacting. Now you're at the point, let's establish some rules. So now that you've gone to this site or now that you've, Play this game and I didn't approve it. Now let me show you the rules so that you can take control of what to do next and what the boundaries are so that the kids know why they got in trouble if they get in trouble. Well, right.
2: I, well, I love this, too, because this, this bullet point that they point out is a lot of what I see you do. Um, okay. You let the kids know that it's a privilege. It's almost like driving a car. It's a privilege. We don't realize that, right? Come on, it's a privilege, not a right, right? Uh So I think kids need to understand that using the computer is a privilege, not a right. Yes, it's a necessity for all of the things we're doing today, everything. We don't even type anymore, right? I know you guys don't even know what that word means. But now, um, you know, everyone's on the computer. But I think uh, you established that it's a privilege. The other thing that I like about this bullet point, they talk about that how older children can help create rules and consequences for failing and, and not abiding by them. And they can also monitor their, their younger siblings. We, we have I, that happen all the time. Oh, we do. And I think
1: because the oldest one knows the rules, then it trickles down. Right. Um, especially if you put them into place. I mean, I have a little, um, dictator in our house that kind of tells everybody exactly what they've done wrong. So, <laughs> you know, that's the good thing about it.
2: Yeah. So, and then, um, so, I, and the last thing and the last point, point, point that they talk about is stay in the loop. Um, even the hippest parents have our time keeping up with today's challenging internet trends and technology. Right. You know, it is so critical to do so, though. I know that, um, I, you know, I'm a Mac girl. I love my Mac computer, but I also keep up with PCs you because have you have to. It's like I love, um, Uh, my iPhone, but I also need to know about Android. I mean, you, you've got to just keep up and it really doesn't take a whole lot of time. It just takes. And if it does
1: take that time to do it, because things are, you know, even if you don't like change, things, things are going to (coughs) change around you, especially technology just continues to grow. And, um, I know that, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just important to, to continuously, Know that um um you know know that you should be keeping up to date, especially with like I said, the technology keeps increasing and changing, as well as your kids knowing knowing like your kids what they're learning and what they're doing, but you know what, you guys hold that thought. we're gonna talk a little bit more about this when we come back from a break. You can always call in at 310-928-7733. 310-928-7733. Again that's three one zero nine two eight seven seven three three. Be back in a bit.
0: right there.
2: everyone and welcome back to the strategic ladies radio show we're in live right now so join the conversation this is a really good one it's about cyber crimes and our and how we can protect our children from these predators that exist as well as some of the things you want to do as a parent to monitor behavior on the computer uh i welcome you to call in uh and uh That number is
1: 310-928-7733 Again, that's 310-928-7733 I don't know if you guys Would love to know about the artist That we had playing The song was Let's Help One Another by
2: Dave Shirley and that is so uh, apropos for right now, with all that's going on in Houston, and yes. and we uh, had a conversation, you guys, before the show, and we forgot to open the show up with a blessing and a prayer for these people that are going through so much yes. in, in the Houston area. Um, it's it's beyond um, it's beyond comprehension, and and we won't see the true effects of that until everything dries up. and, and going to be and, another. It, and too. and it's uh, you know again it's it's something I know that they have volu- people that can go and volunteer uh, to help from other places in the world um, and, and the country. So um, anything we can do, uh, just make sure that you do it mindfully and make sure you give to the right organization so the right people get the right benefits. Right. Um, so uh, we'll keep them in our dearest hearts and prayers. So as far as um, we want to cover a couple of things before the end of the show. And one of the things is our experience in reporting, uh, cyber harassment. And, um, we also want to talk about what you as a parent, uh, should, how to have a conversation to protect your child from a predator. Mm -hmm. So, um, one month ago there was, um, At one point, a person at at Penn State and they reminded they did an article about the realities of sexual abuse and how the majority of children who have been victimized never tell the story. Um, But there are so many warning signs that parents are oblivious to because they don't have conversations with their children. So the first thing they say to prevent and and know the warning sign is know your know who's in your child's life. Yep. I mean,
1: um, I, I'm very um, particular. So I agree. You really do need to know who's in your child's life and who you're leaving them with. And uh, know everybody who you checked into school with, their after school programs. Um, you know, you know, just be very, you know, their nannies, their caregivers, their coaches, their teachers, the church members. You know, don't exclude anybody because a lot of people that, you know, say they're good. Um, not may not necessarily be, um, look up their, you know, names of people before you leave your children with them. There's sexual, um, predator lists on the courts and everything that you can be, do background checks. I'm a strong background check. You know, you may have had a backtrack from background check for me. You don't even know. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, well, it's important. yeah. I just think it's important who you deal with. Right. Um, and also, um, it's just very important.
2: Yeah, and I think it's crucial to be acquainted with their friends. I was Definitely. used to tell Jay that at one time I would watch the kids, but then as she got older, I watched the parents when she was younger, and as she got older, I started watching the kids because you just don't know. So it's a constant, constant thing that we as parents must do to protect our child against sexual abuse. And and um and also their
1: friends, can, you know, you have to, yeah, again, you have to watch everybody just to be careful.
2: Yep. The second thing is recognize red flags. Um, this is a hard one for a lot of people because a lot of people don't recognize red flags. Right.
1: Um, and they say that only one in five children that have been sexually abused actually report it, which is amazing to me. I, I, I mean, But I think that a lot of times the children are, are possibly embarrassed um, or... Um, they're afraid to tell something they think it's their fault and it's not so um some of the the signs they say is too and i know that we were talking about you know with cyber um things but things red flags for your child with cyber things would be that they are um you know lying about you know what what they're doing on the computer lying about the the person they're talking to, not, you know, more recognizing flags for them is a- another thing. The person asks them lots of questions about themselves or, you know, where they live. Things like that should be red flags for your kids so that they can prevent themselves from being attacked by these cyber bullies. Right. So one
2: of the things, too, that they talk about is that um, a lot of times people, uh, he- Kids don't want to disclose their their circumstances. Don't want to disclose what's happening because they don't have those conversations. Yeah,
1: but we're talking about social. But we're talking about
2: cyber. So right. we're, I'm trying to put it to
1: cyber in, in the sense of how they would, you know, get to yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, also talk about the abuse. You know, when kids, um, well, abuse. Like for instance, on with what happened with just with what happened with Natalia. She was abused online in a sense. Yeah. Where, so talk about so that. So talking about how, um, you know, kids are abused not only um not physically of course cuz sometimes it can but but just with negative talk
1: yeah i, I think it'd be more so um, when i think about talking about i would, when it comes to the computer and how these these kids can be terrorized online talk about the bullying talk about the things that can happen if they were put into
2: arms of these people that seem like they're not predators right right and um, so one way again preventing abuse and and w we'll, and we'll with this an age by age guide um from ages two to four um and when you're talking to your children about cyber abuse, you need to use the right language um you know now here for me is kind of um I use very explicit language with my <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am not
1: a little too detailed, but she's science based right so I so, show videos so she or? shows videos and everything so that they don't have any questions, which I don't discriminate against. I, 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 we both are, are different in how we approach things, but I'm also the type that wants them to know, okay, nobody should be trying to ask you to send pictures of your private parts. My mom would straight say their areas and, and call them by name.
2: Um And that's fine, you know, but... um Go ahead Mom. yeah you're right and then I think uh, ex- ex- you were saying explain what is private because a lot of times they'll ask for private information hmm. and the second thing is uh I think this is really important having having a a safe refuge and a person that you can talk to because what happens when these things happen with kids online they don't want to talk to their parents about it because they're embarrassed i I think i think you know i'm blessed
1: that i have a good communication with my kids they do come to me but i think that if you just come close and and tell them what's going on talk to them so that they feel comfortable to come to you i think that that's the main thing about all of it. it is just talk to your children and and tell them if they don't feel comfortable with you tell somebody that you feel
2: comfortable with well, there is a thing online that talks about different age age way, ways to approach different ages. But for me, I think that a lot of times you can't limit it to an age because kids develop differently. Yes. I think it's an important thing to have a conversation with your children about the world and what they can hear and, and, and make sure you recognize red flags on the computer and in, in their uh, daily life. Because some of these people take uh, abuse of a child past a computer and to a location
1: and you know the, you know there's something that um it's very important too well, I, I think you should like there's a thing that says monitor devices, and this is true um like the nintendo wii sony p s p they have a lot of these um little the little gaming devices that you can take with you on the plane those can easily access the internet now i mean the, uh-huh. so there was a um, a person on here that said that most parents, Dr. Julie Medlin, said that most parents have no idea that their kids can access porn so easily in this way. I mean, you can just go, right? And there's so many free porn sites, right? So my my thing is, you know, look at the device, see how you can use parental controls on it, um, and, and talk to your kids about these things so that you can manage it. Okay.
2: And the last thing we'll talk about is how do we report this? Okay, so we've, we've talked to our children. We know, you know, we gave you some information on tips to get conversation from the children. We've talked to them. We've given you things to look for, um, behavior to monitor. But how about what do you do with reporting a crime? And, um, again, we experienced um, verbal um, Uh, conversations with our our grandchildren that were not nice with a gaming site. And it was very difficult to identify who that person was Mm -hmm. because you may not know this, but IPS, IPS addresses change all the time.
1: Well, Um, you have a certain IP with your computer, but the problem is is that now they have different scripts and that they can change their IP to look like it comes from another country. Mm -hmm. Right. So in that case, um, there's different things, and we want, we invite you guys to go to, um, the Violent Crimes Against Children's program. It's on the FBI website, um, uh, fbi.gov, and it tells you some ways how you can report stuff if they are threatening your life or if they, um, were, you know, are extended, they kept bothering Natalia, so we, we reported and found out and have people working on that, um, on that for her uh but, um, uh, if you, if you're having relentless problems or your kids are, if it gets to that point, you know, there's, um, an FBI website that you guys should go to and it tells you several ways to contact
2: people and how you can get help. Yeah. And I think the the first thing is to report it. A report a police. Yeah, do a police report. You know, do a police report. And the second thing is to um, take control of that computer as a parent. Yeah. And take in, c- control of the situation.
1: Yeah, and, no, and notice those signs. I think another sign is notice your child's behavior. If they've been playing on the computer and they look depressed or they look sad, talk to your kids. You know, it's so important. That's at all ages. Right. And tell them not to talk to everybody. If they went to school, if they go to school with that person. And you know them, and it's okay. Then, and you find it's okay. Then that's different. But for me, I want you know. Don't don't try to let them talk to everybody online. Let me help you with that. Don't. Yeah,
2: and I think I think also who you talk to and the age of the person you talk to, even though you can't monitor, it needs to be monitored, especially for younger kids who don't know because they real their friendships. I think right. a specific friendships that should happen, right? Right. Um, like if you have a friend that's.
1: 25 and they're talking to your six-year-old all the time that shouldn't be happening
2: right right oh like get a life remember get a yeah that you know
1: <laughs> he needs to get alive yeah that's <laughs> that shouldn't be happening i mean i i it, a kid that's sick should be talking with a kid that's six. Right, right. right. Um, mm-hmm. So notice those flags. Watch your kids. Watch their behaviors and believe them. I think some people don't want to believe, believe them.
2: Yes. Talk, believe them. Believe talk them to them and help cause, them.
1: Cause you're, yes, help them. You're their safety net. Remember that. Yeah.
2: So that's what we have for today. I want you to go uh, to, if you'd like to, please go to our website and download the podcast. We'll have some information on um, where you can actually go for help if you need it, as well as some things to uh, make sure you, you to help you, enable you to be a, a good parent in, in, in protection of your child. Um, but we always t- in the call, talking about a mindful uh, uh, thought, prayer,
1: I think blessing. I think, I think we... Our, our prayer, I think, would be nice—a prayer or a thought, or you know, a well wish, is to the people in Houston. I think that that's where yeah. all of our world, our world thoughts should go today, and in hoping that they can persevere. And
2: um, I are, think we should take a moment of silence just to give back to them just for a moment. Just just a little bit of
1: silence. silence Right
2: right now, just a moment of silence to make sure that people know, um, or even afterwards, it's fine. But it's it's important for people to know that um, we're there for them and um, just a moment of silence.
1: Yeah. So, you guys, you can always come to or find out more about our show or us at www.strategicladies.com. Again, like www.strategicladies.com. It'll have information on um, what we talked about today. And remember to take some time today for the people. Just some silence and, and how, how you can um, better help them if you have any abilities to give money or even yourself time um, to the people in Houston. I think it will
2: be beneficial. Yeah, be sure to watch. Again, uh, there are good places to give money. Yes. There are bad places to give money. There's good places to give support and there's... There's bad places. So just be mindful of that as well. Thank you for listening in today. And have a great day,
1: everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.